No, of course not. Anyway, let's do some meditation. I talk too much as usual. So, sitting comfortably as best you possibly can. You cannot get perfect comfort, but you can make it pretty good if you are caring for your body. Even though I've been meditating for years, over 50 years, probably about 55 years now, I reckon. So, even though I've been meditating for such a long time, I still make sure I put my body in a comfortable position to begin with. In a comfortable position, I think, but I'm going to be much more precise, giving this physical comfort more importance, making it very valuable at the beginning of this meditation. So I start to ask my body, how are you? That's my way of doing it. My way of arousing mindfulness. So I'm aware of the different parts of my body, one by one. So first of all, I ask my feet, how are you down there? I really ask that, it's like uh, emailing them, or you know, whatsapping them, hey feet, how are you doing? And I get a message back. My feet, actually they could be a little bit more at ease. So I adjust them. That's better. And I can, when you ask questions like, how is somebody? And they tell you, you get to know them much better. As people having relationships, they should always ask people, how do you feel? So you get to know them. You get to understand them. So there's no sort of problems because you, you guess wrong. So I do that with my feet. How are you doing down there? And after a while you get to know and become familiar with your own feet. So much so that I can relax my feet. And I just feel all parts of them. I've got very good feet awareness. That's why my feet very rarely have any cuts or bruises, even though I walk a lot of time without any shoes on. And it's a kindness which you have for all things, especially your own body, of course, and make sure there's nothing which is squashed, constrained, constricted in my body. So when I move up to my ankles, I'm actually feeling the sensation of my ankles now. Because I've done this again many times, I know that sensation. And I know that it's, today it's pretty comfortable. But nevertheless, I stay there for a few seconds to make sure that it is, it is at ease. And then from there I go up to my calves of my lower legs. It is like I'm scanning upwards. 
And it's amazing I can feel, you know, the muscles in the back of my legs. As I go upwards, closer to the knees, I can see that in my right leg there's a bit of tightness there. So I just adjust my leg. I don't ever assume that my body is comfortable. I ask it first of all. And you've got such a good relationship with my own body. I don't hate it, I don't train it, I don't indulge it. I just get to know it and care for it. So my whole lower legs become at ease. And get to my knee, both knees. And you've got some really interesting feelings. I know that sensation, even if you know, I wasn't timing it, that, you know, this is what happens after I do my lower legs. I can feel those sensations in my knees. Just be with them, relax them. And it is like they kind of expand. Nothing is squashed or constricted. To me, that expansion is like a, a relaxation. Gives rise to a sense of peace. Things can flow through my knees without being any blockages anywhere. And sometimes I do little visualizations of imagining my lower legs soaking in warm buckets of water. You know, where I grew up in UK, sometimes we did that. Sometimes after walking through the snow in, in London at this time of year, then you go home and your mother got your bowl of water and you just take your socks and shoes off and just soak your feet. So they could really relax. I don't need the water, I just do that with my mind. Allowing everything to expand and relax. And then from the knees I go up my thighs. Big, heavy muscles. Making sure that everything there is relaxed. Do I get to my buttocks? As I say every week, that there's always a feeling, a sensation there, the pressure you know, of a body pressed against the cushion. What I do is try and make that even as possible, not to try and get rid of anything, to make it balanced. And that's all I need to do, and after a few seconds, I will not be aware of that feeling anymore, it kind of disappears. It's another thing in order to have relaxation, to make sure that nothing much changes. So those feelings tend to vanish from your consciousness. Your conscious awareness is usually, if you don't ask it, usually turns off unless something important happens. You want to t turn off the awareness of our bodily feelings so we can open up to the feelings in our mind, in our sixth sense. Far more interesting and enjoyable. So then having relaxed the whole of the lower body from the waist down, now look at the waist itself. And at this point, you, know, you always will see me just usually stretching my back, that kind of adjust the waist and get into a 
meditation posture, which is good for me. You can just lean back if you wish, but it's up to you to find the most comfortable position, position by adjusting your waist. And I just first of all go up my back, make sure that's all in a good position. And then go back down to the bottom of my torso. Maybe it's because the way monks eat, I always make sure that my digestive tract is at ease. It's in the afternoon, late afternoon. The last time I ate was just before midday. So I relax everything, scanning up my body. And again, I'm not a doctor. I don't really know what part of my body is what. But if I find any place which is ill at ease, which is tight, which doesn't feel like it usually does, and I just pause there and give this beautiful kindness. I don't have to prove anything or show off. I just am at ease. And that go up my body, inch by inch, relaxing everything on the way. Not trying to hold some idea of a perfect posture, but just asking my body, is that how you like to sit? When I just feel the reality of now, instead of thinking I know better and telling my body what to do. Things relax much more deeply. I go up to my lungs, and past the lungs up to the, the heart region. Everything seems to be in good working order for meditation. So I go up to eventually to my shoulders. If your shoulders are tight, see if you can learn how to relax them. One way, it's only one way, is to go the opposite direction first of all. Tense up the shoulders, scrunch them up, pull them close together as much as you possibly can using willpower. And then let go. That can be helpful for many people because it shows you what letting go is. You're not holding on to an unnatural posture, just letting it loose, letting it go, letting it be. And my shoulders relax. And I put my awareness down my arms, past my elbows. Feeling everything as it goes past, my forearms, my wrists. If you have any injuries down there, just pause and give that part of your body immense loving kindness. I care for you, wrists. That's all you really need to do. I often see that sometimes when this a part of your family who is sick, just you sitting there, being there, gives them a sense of confidence. You're caring for them. And that's a great way to heal parts of the body which are sick.
And I just look at my hands, my fingers. There's so many books about the different postures you can have and how you place your hands and fingers. I always learn the best way by just being aware, asking my fingers how they feel. My parts of my body are like my family. When I care for each part of them, they all tend to get on well together. And they live in harmony together. The fingers with the toes, the butt, you know, with the back. But then I have to go up to my shoulders again to actually move up to my head via my neck. And because, you know, sometimes I have had problems with my neck, I make sure my head is well balanced on top of the neck, not too far forward, not too far back, not leading to the left or the right. So the head feels comfortable on top of the neck. And then the neck can relax as well. Feels strong and at peace. And lastly, in the head, I go to the feeling, the sensations in the muscles of my face, especially around the eyes, the nose and the mouth. Picking up how they feel. If there's any tension there at all, I can feel it in the muscles in my face. That may be because there's some anxiety or some fear. Because the emotions play out in the muscles on your face. You relax the muscles, you relax the emotions. You find you're getting more peace in your mind. But before I go to peace, I'm aware of the whole of the body now. Kind of just notice them all together, just one entity, the body in which I live. And as I'm observing it, if there's any part of it which I missed out, I can feel my tummy, which is, it's got the slightest of tummy aches, but you know, it's there. So I make sure I relax it to the max. And I know it will soon disappear because that's what happens when I give parts of my body lots and lots and lots of kindness. Until my whole body feels relaxed. I love this feeling. Because I know it's not just for indulging in the pleasure of a relaxed body. As I notice that every time I feel the body enjoying the pleasure of relaxation, the relaxation goes deeper. I'm now more relaxed than a minute ago. The pleasure serves a purpose. And I get so relaxed, my body just almost disappears. That tells me now's the time to move to my mind as my meditation object. And how do I mean the mind? 
Just how peaceful am I now? Peaceful is a quality of your mind, like being tall or short is a quality of the physical body when you see somebody. Now I'm looking at my mind. How peaceful are you? And once I'm watching peace, I also know what makes it more peaceful. And how that peace can be stabilized. And the trick is, as I say every week, is bring all the attention to this moment just now. The past, sometimes I think I know what happened in the past. And discuss it with other monks and they've got different perceptions. I can't trust my memory of the past. So I let it go. And the future, you've always seen that the future is being made right now. If I want good meditation, I have to put my attention right now. I don't want things. I'm just here so that good meditation can build. This is how it happens. By not wanting something in the future. By being at peace with what's happening now. And the peace builds in strength. And soon I become silent. The words just aren't really accurate. You know, not necessary. You know things. You know how you feel. You know what peace is like. You don't have to try and explain it in words. You're quiet. And your understanding, your awareness, your knowing of this moment gets even more clear as awareness grows. At this point I usually am quiet to allow you too to be silently aware of this moment, whatever's happening, with kindness. Like your whole mind just relaxing, becoming at ease, not blocking anything, not encouraging anything, just being in this moment at peace with your own mind. When I talk again, it'll be to announce the meditation is nearly finished.
close to the end of the meditation now. How do you feel? Ask your mind, mind, how are you? How more peaceful are you than when we began? What works? And how much freedom do you feel? A beautiful sense at ease. You don't want anything in the whole world. Peace of mind. When you start to feel that peace in your mind, what does that do to your body? And how relaxed your body feels? And how therapeutic that is. Wounds can heal. Diseases can just calm down and almost disappear. You can feel how this gives you enormous potential for good health. I'm now going to ring the gong three times. Please listen, if you can, to every sound from the gong. When the last ringing of the gong disappears, it's a signal the meditation is over. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be nice and peaceful. <laughs>